Hi everyone, so I am joined today by Enoch Cheng. Enoch's our new head of operations. He's been with us, what, six weeks or so? Yep, about six, about weeks, six weeks, yeah. which is fantastic. And we thought it would be a good chance to sit down and have a chat with him to do more than we would do up front on a Sunday and find out a bit about what makes him tick, where he's come from, what he's doing, all those sorts of things. So Enoch, for those who haven't had a chance to chat to you yet, where were you born? Where did you grow up? What's deep background on Enoch? Okay, I was born in Hong Kong when it was still under British rule. Uh, you may be able to work out from then how, possibly how old I, I am. Uh, but uh, I was in Hong Kong until I was 16 before I come to the UK. And because various church members know Hong Kong, which part of Hong Kong was that? I live in a place called Sha Tin, which is part of the New Territories. Great. So if you have a map of Hong Kong, you point right at the middle, that's where I live. So you born, brought up, and then moved out at 16. What was what happened then? What was the what was the issue? Yeah, I uh, I was want I was um, at that point I think I I wanted to be a uh, lawyer and I wanted to study history at a at a university. Uh, but unfortunately the degree in Hong Kong isn't very good. So I need to look abroad and um, I love the idea of studying history in the UK. And so I, I came to the UK to do sixth form in preparation for university. Wow, that was a big thing. So you came, your parents still stayed in? They are still in Hong Kong. Wow, that's a brave thing to do at 16. So you came across um, A-levels? A-levels, yeah. History, what else do you do to be a lawyer? <laughs> Economics, uh, classical civilization. Um, mathematics and um, yeah, those, those, those subjects. Okay, then. and you got to university. So, yep. which university did you go to? And Durham. What? Durham, good man. We like Durham. <laughs> it's a good place for me. <laughs> uh, again, for those who know Durham, which college? St. John's College. Excellent. And what subject did you do? I did history. And was it as good as you'd hoped? Yes, it was very, very good. I enjoy. Uh, my university life very much, both the program, but also the opportunity to uh, explore various aspects of, you know, so campus life has mm. been great. Yeah, good, good, good. So you were there for, what, three years? Um, three years uh, studying, but also I stayed behind to uh, do a master's program, as well as I spent one year working for Durham University. Okay. Yeah. So... After all that, were you still passionate about being a lawyer or had your plans changed? No, I think actually during my university time, I, uh, I, um, I went to university as a Christian, but I don't think I am terribly uh, uh, well taught at that point. And so I was passionate, I was keen, but I have no idea what, how, how do I actually live as a Christian. And so I think I, I got stuck into a very good Bible teaching church and that's where I suddenly realize there's so much going on in God's word. It's power to change people in particular. And I, all of a sudden, in my, in my head anyway, I think I still have a lot of respect for people in the legal profession. But on the other hand, I feel like the gospel is, is so powerful that completely sort of bowls me over. And I actually, by the end of the five years, I wanted to get involved in church work. 
So let, let me crank back a little bit because I didn't ask this question. When did you become a Christian? Okay. I myself probably need to rewind back a little bit too. Um, I was, uh, yeah, I, I was born into a Christian family. My parents are Christians. They uh, taught me very well, actually, uh, when I was young. So I, I know an awful lot about uh, Bible stories and general Christian teaching. Um, but I wasn't a Christian until I came to the UK. Um, of the many good things that my parents taught me is that my, uh, the daily reading of the Bible, even if I wasn't calling myself, myself a Christian, I've been doing that. But without too much understanding, I try to just, uh, you know, trying to uh, pick out, I guess, some general moral principle and trying to have a go uh, at living that out. But not terribly effective. And I really don't get why my parents goes on and on about Jesus. That is the bit I don't don't understand or even like. I find at that point Jesus a little bit embarrassing. I like the general teaching and the moral framework, but Jesus is the embarrassing bit. But that changed on one day when I was reading scripture, um, just as, as a general habit when I was in sixth form, and suddenly it dawns on me that I was a sinner, and suddenly. Jesus and his res rescue makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I, I said, like, okay, I think I, you know, going into university, I was a Christian, but wasn't terribly well taught because at that point I just, you know, uh, had lots of residual knowledge, but I don't know how does it going to impact my life and how do I keep growing as a Christian. It's interesting because I, I sometimes say that one of the turning points for people is moving from I understand that Jesus died for sinners to I understand that Jesus died for me. And that's a, that's a real light bulb. Moment for all sorts of that. Okay, let, let, let's, let's track back to, to Durham. Yeah. So you've done your master's, yep. worked at the uni, yep. uh, but you need to move on. So where do you move on to from Durham? Yeah, uh, during my time at university, especially uh, in my third year uh, studying, I um, got involved in international student ministry at my church. Um, I think because a church leader looked at my background and things and thought like I may be able to uh, contribute to that side of the church's ministry. So I've been doing that and that carries on into my master's program and my year of working for Durham Uni. Um, and so uh, at, at the end of uh, my time at Durham, my, uh, my, uh, my, my vicar just basically asked me to consider uh, becoming a church apprentice. Um, but not, not at their church, but he asked me to consider going down to a uh, church in London instead, who has a very big international student ministry and a Mandarin ministry in the city. And so uh, he encouraged me to apply, and I, I did apply, and I uh, got, uh, got to the apprenticeship, and I moved down from Durham to London. Back in that is 2011. And you mentioned Mandarin, so yep. your languages are? I, uh, because I, I was born in Hong Kong, I speak uh, Cantonese all the time. I uh, learned English when I was in kindergarten, so that's when I was quite small. Uh, Mandarin I picked up when I was in primary school, when okay. I think it's when uh, the British rule is over and then the Chinese government is taking over, and that's when they introduced Mandarin as the language in school, and I, that's when I learned my Mandarin. I can see why a church would love to have you on board with their, <laughs> their international student ministry, uh, and so on. So what did you find yourself doing if you were working in a church for in that kind of area? 
Yeah, so like I, I spend about a third of my time uh, just uh, helping out with various practical uh, church ministries sort of things, very much to do with operations, uh, but also a third of my time being taught by various um, 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 lecturers, vicars, teachers. They have a program basically to train me up, uh, which I'm very, very grateful. Uh, but also I spend a third of my time doing things like leading a small group and uh, and uh, to, and to uh, lead uh, some very small ministries here and there, I think, through the church. And it was a very rewarding time. And were you, were you doing this in Mandarin, in Cantonese, in English? or Mandarin and English. Mandarin mainly. and English. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. And that was a one-year post, two-year post? Two-year post. Okay, so we're, we've got a bit of a patchwork here yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah. for you doing different things. What happens after the two years? After the two years, um, the church actually encouraged me to think about uh, applying to a Bible college, but not quite yet. They said it would be good to maybe to work at another church to have more experience before going to Bible college. And uh, to cut a long story short, I actually went back to Hong Kong to work for a, an international English-speaking church for two years. Um, the... Uh, there are two reasons of doing that. I think they were looking for someone to uh, help them with their ministry. But also, uh, it's because when my parents you know, said goodbye to me uh, at the airport when I was 17, they didn't realize I would be spending a good nine years in the UK mm. before I... I well, well I, I, I wouldn't say seeing them again because I did visit them from time to time. But, you know, they didn't realize, that, you know, you know, I would be out of the family home for so long. So yeah, I decided hard. to uh, spend two years in Hong Kong, uh, again, doing more church work, but this time in the uh, financial district of Hong Kong, meeting up with businessmen, uh, to read Bible with them, that sort of thing, as well as doing a bit of preaching uh, at, the, at my church. Um, uh, but family is a, another reason why I, you know, I went back to Hong Kong mm. uh, so that to... Um, to, 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 to to, in a way, you know, just to enjoy that part of family life with my parents. Mm. Yeah, sure. Uh, you got to the end of that. What's the next bit of the patchwork? Um, towards my, uh, the end of my time at the International Church at Hong Kong, I applied to, uh, to Oak Hill Theological College, which is down in Southgate, not too far away from here. And I, um, I studied for, uh, for, for um, I, I did a program on... Um, Theological studies. Okay. Again, that uh, initially uh, planning for three years. Again, it ends up to being four years, because I think that's uh, a, 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 another very uh, rewarding environment, and I just can't get enough of it. I think. Okay. I, and folk will know that I was very involved in Oak Hill for a number of years, but our paths hadn't actually crossed. I don't think we'd met before you applied for this particular job? No, I don't think so. It's uh, 2015, 2019 yeah. I was there. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was here. But you had been to St. James, hadn't you? You'd... Yes, yes, yes. So at Oak Hill, they, again, uh, being a Bible college of uh, evangelical convictions, uh, they encourage their students to do uh, mission trips or mission initiatives uh, everywhere. And I think on one occasion, I was... Uh, uh, um, uh, sent here by college to help out uh, something that is run by uh, Michael John, whom mm. I know is one of your, your yeah, yeah, curates. Yeah, yeah, no, MJ was a curate here for a 
for a few years. Yes. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in addition, there are, of course, a number of Oak Hill students who are based at St. James yeah. who talk to me uh, various good stories uh, about St. James. So I have that leaves me with a very, very We've positive We've still got Oak Hill students. Very good things about St. James. Yeah, but a very positive impression even then. Yeah, yeah. good, good, good. So four years at Oak Hill. Yeah. Man, you're building up a complicated picture. And then what? What? And and then I, uh, at that point, I am uh, getting interested in uh, joining the Church of England, uh, uh, possibly as a as an ordinance. But that, I was just toying with the idea. Never that that that, and I don't think I'm I'm very serious. You know, even at the end end, end of it. But I thought, okay, if I have one more opportunity to train myself up before. Settle it down at at a place for a bit longer. I've been moving around quite a bit. Where would that place be? And I think uh, one uh, looking back at my background and my gifts and how God has has uh, has grown me so far. I think one of the really great things that I want to get involved. One of the one of the things I want to get involved in is how do ethnic churches and local churches work together in this land. And so in order to do that, although I do have the language of Cantonese and Mandarin, I virtually know no one from any sort of Chinese churches in this land. And so that gives me the, 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 the idea of how about me working for a Chinese church for a few years. And the particular areas I'm interested in, in, in learning a bit more is pastoral visits and elderly ministry, because um, uh, I genuinely lack experience in those, those, those areas. And um, the Chinese churches in this country, apart from uh, London and Manchester, these kind of big cities, a lot of the Chinese churches in this country, um, have a, uh, they have a aging sort of church membership. And so actually they're really in need of people going in to help them to do various things. And it just so happens that an opening in Sheffield opens up and I applied for the job, and I and I got it, and um, and so I spent uh, three years there, basically doing a bit of teaching, but also doing quite a bit of pastoral visits uh, to to care homes, but also to church family members. Though COVID did happen, and so some of those visits are happening either through the form of a video call, a phone call, or a doorstep visit. That's about it. So. Church coped like church is everywhere yeah. coped with COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really interesting because it, it sounds like you're heading, or you've always wanted to head in a sort of a, in a ministry upfront teaching, preaching direction. And yet here you are with us, head of operations. What's going on? What, what, why did you apply for that, the operations job with us? I don't want to make too sharp a distinction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I, I'm genuinely, I think, you know, very uh, uh, excited to see ministry happening. It's a sign of God's grace breaking into the world, transforming various people to be like Jesus and, make, uh, and reconciling, you know, various people to, to, to him. I think it's, it's really exciting. And operate, when I look at operations, I see how, you know, uh, the, the, the church in, 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 uh, in a very sort of, dynamic way you know church members working together to uh, to to uh, to uh, honor Christ in a in a 
in a more glorious way than any individual particular ministry. So of course we have children's ministry, which is great. We have youth ministry, that is great. We have Sunday services, which is great. But how about if we can properly work together uh, across all this ministry to glorify Jesus together? I, I look at that and I think it's a beautiful picture. And I think you know you need good Bible teaching to get there. But also uh, I think uh, operations is very important. And I think you know I uh, you look at my gifts. I can do both, but I think uh, at this stage I am quite content to to um, to play a, a part in in the operation side of things. Um, I am genuinely thrilled uh, at, uh, about the prospect of St James at the moment because we are opening up. Uh, that brings new challenges, of course, but also I can see potential new opportunities, um, and I think. Uh, I and I would like to say um, I if um, I I I you know I I seem to have some sort of gifts and I would like to uh, contribute to that process and to uh, help the church with that way. Hmm. I'd be really interested to see what's going to develop and what what will happen. And um, St James keeps changing, and Muswell Hill keeps changing, and London keeps changing. So it's really really interesting to see what happens. Now, what, one last question and. I'm aware that you will want to answer this very carefully and process some things, and maybe uh, you might want to say something in private to folk you wouldn't want to say on a podcast. But how can we pray for churches and church leaders in Hong Kong or mainland China? Stupidly broad question, but I've got to keep it fairly vague for you. Um, how can we pray? What can we... Uh, yeah, basically, how can we pray for them? Yeah. Thank you very much for asking that question. Um, I think it would be good that they uh, remain faithful to the gospel. Uh, I think it's very easy to uh, be uh, distracted by, uh, by political events. Um, and of course, you know, we need to, pre uh, we need to um, apply the Bible into various aspects of life. I think that is very important. But ultimately... I think our lives needs to live in the sight of God first and foremost. I think if the church leaders and churches in Hong Kong and China are able to do that and keeping their focus, I am uh, I'm confident of God's deliverance in one way or another. Um, I think you know there are still um, many many opportunities, especially in China, for further. Uh, uh, for the gospel to 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 um, to go further, so please pray for that. Please pray that uh, churches will not be uh, scared. I think by by some of the uh, uh, pressures that can come down upon them. Um, for Hong Kong, which is my, my home city, I think um, many people may have heard news about about things uh, that are happening in Hong Kong. But please pray that the Hong Kong pastors who are staying behind, they won't be discouraged by. The many people who are leaving Hong Kong for the UK and for uh, America and Canada and other places, um, please pray that they would still uh, be uh, faithful in their in this in this setting. And sometimes it is tremendously hard. That is why we pray for for them. Thank you, Enoch. Fascinating stuff. We will hear more from you uh, over the months and years ahead, uh, folks. If you're at home, you might just want to stop whatever you're doing and pray with me for Enoch and the blessing of having him with us.
uh, but also for churches um, in China and Hong Kong. Should we pray? Heavenly Father, thank you for Enoch. Thank you for bringing him here. Thank you for the uh, journey you've brought him on, everything you've taught him, uh, the gift you've lavished on him, the way he has served you. And we pray for your blessing on his time with us. And pray that uh, we thank you that you've got good works stored up for him to do. And we thank you that St. James is the place where that's going to happen. And we pray that we will be attentive to you and follow you. And we pray for our sisters and brothers uh, in China uh, and especially uh, in Enoch's home city of, of Hong Kong. Pray that their lives and their churches will be ruled by your word and where they need to be uh, brave and speak things, I pray that you will give them your courage and your wisdom to know what they should and should not say. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Enoch. Thanks for turning up. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. <laughs>